Hi, I'm Christian Brindle, and welcome to the Everything Medicare Podcast. Everything Medicare Podcast Nation. This is Christian Brindle, wherever you are and however you might be listening to me today. Thank you so much for taking the time. Folks, this is episode 210. Every single week, I bring you a podcast episode where we discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. Folks, last week, um, I was a little bit under the weather, and you still might be able to hear it in my voice slightly that it's still lingering a little bit. I had a, a cold that turned a little severe, turned into bronchitis. Um, I was on, 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 eh, on antibiotics, excuse me, and um, I feel completely better. As far as from a physical standpoint, I feel 100% better. Um, I just still have that lingering um, thing, if you will, in my my throat, my chest a little bit. Um, that's why my voice sounds a little off. But I feel pumped. I feel energized. I feel fantastic. And I'm ready to go today. This is going to be a good episode. Mark my words. If you don't listen to this entire episode, then you're completely missing out. Um, because we're going to be talking about... A little bit of a pre-look, a little bit of a tease, if you will, for Medicare plans going into 2021. Now, there's still a lot that I don't know. There's still a lot that hasn't been made public. But there's quite a bit that I do know that I can share with you today. Um, As many people know, if you've been listening to me for a while, this will be our third um, annual election period where everybody on Medicare can make changes to their plans. Medicare Advantage people can change to other Medicare Advantage plans. Medicare Part D drug plans can change to other Medicare Part D drug plans. And Medicare Advantage people can go to Medicare supplements. And Medicare supplements can go to Medicare Advantage. And it's just a free-for-all. It's chaos. It's madness. And during open enrollment, Medicare Advantage plans go through changes. And Medicare Part D prescription drug plans go through changes. Medicare supplements don't. They're just typically unaffected. Unless you want to change from a supplement to an Advantage plan, that's probably the only reason why that would even be relevant. But typically, folks, if you've been listening to me for a while, like I said, this is our third open enrollment period together as as, um, podcaster and audience. And most of you probably know that the changes are made public typically on the various different plans starting October 1st. Now, I typically know what they are long before that. I even know what some of they are, some of them are right now on some of the different insurance companies and some of the different plans, but I'm not allowed to make that information public to you at all, to anybody, until October 1st. It's kind of a game they make us play, isn't it? But there are some very generic, um, very, very, you know, very light things that I can share with you right now and kind of give you a little bit of a pre-look on kind of what we're looking at going into 2021. Now, folks, 
I said last year during open enrollment time that I thought that it was one of the craziest and most chaotic open enrollment periods that I have ever seen. This upcoming year will be my seventh open enrollment period in my career. And I thought that last year there were more changes than any year that I could remember prior to that because there was a very, very popular Medicare Part D prescription drug plan, not just in one or two states, but nationwide that elected to basically flush the plan down the toilet and make the premium unaffordable in most places. It it went from like a $25 to $26 premium, depending on the state, up to over $50 plus a month in premium without making anything better. So that was a huge thing. As many of you know, the CVS and Aetna merger had begun. Um, Aetna decided, because of this merger, that they didn't need their Medicare Part D prescription drug plans anymore, which we did entire episodes about this, and they ended up selling their entire block of business for the Part D prescription drug plans over to a company called WellCare. And so that was something that we had to deal with. And it was just a lot of changes. A lot of changes, particularly, I would say, on the Medicare Part D prescription drug side of the business. There were three or four carriers that just dramatically had humongous changes that really, really, really kept us busy. Now, don't get me wrong. There's changes every year. There's advantage plans that change every year. Now, this upcoming year, I am, in, I am predicting that this will be the biggest change we have ever had in terms of Medicare Advantage plans in a lot of markets. In a lot of markets. Because we're seeing more and more insurance companies want to jump into the pool headfirst, cannonball, without testing the water. And they want to be part of the Medicare Advantage plans. We're seeing a lot of carriers do that. In a lot of different markets, we're seeing carriers that have been doing Medicare Advantage plans in various different places expanding into other markets that they haven't been before. This is going to be a very, very dramatic year, in my personal opinion, in terms of changes. But there are some specific changes that I can mention to you today about 2021 and what it has to do with you. Because I do believe that if you have a Medicare Advantage plan, this does impact you. Don't go anywhere, though. I take a quick break. Hear from this week's sponsor. I'll tell you exactly what these changes are, what they have to do with you, what they're going to look like, and everything else in between. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much for sticking with me through that break. And we're back talking about changes, talking about 2021, what it has to do with you. Ever since Medicare Advantage plans, folks, started, um, and, they, and, and they started around 2005, 2006 time period. It was passed into law at the same time period that the Medicare Part D prescription drug plans are passed. And essentially, folks, Medicare Advantage plans have always had one 
determining health question to determine if you're eligible for coverage. Now, for the most part, pretty much anybody can get on it, but they did have this one health question to where if you did have this particular health condition, that you would not be eligible for coverage on a Medicare Advantage plan. And that was if you had end-stage renal disease, which is basically like the final stage of kidney failure. If any person has ever, if you've ever known anybody that's on maybe kidney dialysis, they'd probably be a good candidate to be, you know, qualified as an end-stage renal disease person. That has always been the determining health question. Now, starting in 2021, that health question is being removed. And Medicare Advantage companies are not allowed to ask that health question anymore, which basically means that they're going to be what's known as guaranteed issue. No health questions. Anybody is welcome. Anybody is eligible and able to sign up for any particular Medicare Advantage plan as long as you have Medicare Parts A and Medicare Parts B and you live in that particular plan service area. That is it. That's it. Now, the first reaction that most people are going to have is that they're going to you know, jump up and down for joy, and they're going to be like, yes, my friend that has end-stage renal disease now can get a plan or change their plan or whatever the case might be, or my, my family member, or maybe even that's affecting you, which if that's the case, I'm, I'm happy for you. I think that's a great thing. However, that being said, I can already tell you, and I'm predicting this, but I can already tell you with a little bit of certainty that this will essentially take this toll a little bit. You're going to be looking at something that I like to call the Obamacare effect. Let me explain. The Obamacare effect is this. When Obamacare went into effect, Insurance plans, health insurance plans went from asking a good amount of health questions and determining questions to determine your eligibility to none whatsoever. And everybody leaped up and down for joy when Obamacare happened. Now, as we know today, hindsight is 2020, but as we know today, what this did to health insurance premiums is it made them almost unaffordable for a lot of people unless you qualify for some kind of ridiculous subsidy on the marketplace. But if you're not getting a subsidy, the premiums for Obamacare plans, marketplace plans, are exponentially high. For crappy coverage, really, in a lot of cases. Unless you're just going to pay thousands of dollars every month in premium, you're probably looking at a very high deductible with a very high max out of pocket. Maybe eight to 10000 in a lot of cases. This is the Obamacare effect. You take away health questions, it causes the price and also the quality of coverage, the price to go up, the quality of coverage to go down. Because that's the only way the insurance companies can afford it. Or maybe not afford it, but it's the only way that they can provide you coverage while still making a profit. Because let's be honest here, the insurance companies are not here to be your best friends. The insurance companies are here to make a profit. They're publicly traded companies. They have shareholders to answer to, most, a majority of them. So, what will this mean for Medicare Advantage funds? Well, I'm predicting, and I already kind of know it's going to happen to a little bit of an extent, but we're going to see maximum out-of-pockets raise. 
on the medical side of things. Now, Medicare Advantage plans, as many of you know, typically the way they work is very few of them have medical deductibles. There's very, very needle in the haystack in terms of plans that actually come with a medical deductible. But they all do have copays, right? Maybe five to $10 for a primary care doctor visit, 30, 40 bucks for a specialist, uh, 80 to 90 bucks for an emergency room visit, two to $300 a day in the hospital for the first five or six days. And then after that, they pay 100% for an unlimited amount of days if you're still in the hospital after that. And they all have max out of pockets. Now, depending on the area, the max out of pockets is going to be anywhere between, you know, it might, it, if it's in Florida, in some parts in Florida, it might only be a couple thousand dollars or a thousand dollars. But in some areas, it might be 4,000, 5,000, 6,000. The maximum max out of pocket could be in 2020 was $6,700. That's the highest a maximum out of pocket could be. Expect that to go up as a result of this and expect some plans to raise their max out of pockets to kind of combat the amount of people they're going to be taking on and cover those people for end-stage renal disease. Don't make a mistake about it. End-stage renal disease, there's a reason why that was the one health question. It is probably one of the most expensive treatments to pay for out there. Now, typically the way the most Advantage plans cover it, most like I said, most is they'll pay 80% of the bill and leave 20% behind for you to pay if you're on an Advantage plan up to your max out of pocket. Now, regardless of how high your max out of pocket is, you're probably going to hit that max out of pocket within a matter of a couple of months, typically, because that's how expensive kidney dialysis treatment is. So just something to think about. Something to know about. That is the big change, though, that we can talk about as of right now. Anyway, folks, thanks so much for um, being here with me today. I really, really appreciate you taking some time. And as always, you know, if you're turning 65, if you are on Medicare and you're not sure if you're on the best thing for you, you're not sure you might if you can even change your plan, you may be able to. You might be eligible for some kind of special enrollment period. My office can work with you if you live in one of the 10 states we're licensed to do business in, that would be Utah, Colorado, Idaho, Washington, Oregon, California, Texas, Virginia, South Carolina, and Florida. Again, that's Utah, Idaho, Colorado, Washington, Oregon, California, Texas, Virginia, South Carolina, and Florida. Give me a call today. Our number is 801-255-5340, 801-255-5340. Anyway, folks, um, thanks for being here with me today. As always, you know, if if um, as I announced a couple of weeks ago, we've reduced the amount of podcasts we're doing from three a week to one a week, but mainly we're doing that so we can put more content out on our YouTube channel. So if you miss hearing us three times a week, head over to the YouTube channel, subscribe to it, um, and make sure that you're checking out all of our free videos there. Thanks so much for taking the time, folks. Appreciate you being here with me. Have a fantastic week, and I'll be back with you next Monday. Take care.